Hi everyone, I'm back with another episode and again, I'm recording this super last minute so I'm going to try my best to do it in one take. Before we get started with the deeper topic of this episode, I'm going to do high-low buffalo like usual and I have such a bad tendency to forget what my highs were. Like every single week, I have a lot of highs which is really good but for some reason when it comes down to me writing it down and remembering what I should say for my podcast I can never remember the highest of the highs so just an FYI there are better highs but these are pretty solid I'm not going to discount them and so for this week's highs I have two and the first is I signed up for the first month of free class pass no this is not sponsored but if they want to sponsor me I wouldn't mind and so I've been taking a bunch of random classes this month this month what am I even saying this month um I took a boxing class which was so freaking fun I am dead from it. I'm like still sore and it's been three days, but it completely wiped Mikey and I out on the day of and it was just so fun and we were dripping sweat and we let out all of our stress and anger on the bag. It was pretty funny. Um, And then we also are planning to take an aerial class, which is super cool. I also took a ballet class, which I haven't taken in a while. And New York ballet classes are so expensive. The one I ended up taking with Class Pass, which obviously I got for free, if I had purchased the class originally without the pass, it would have been $40 for an hour and a half, which is ridiculous. So I'm super happy I got that chance. I don't know if I'm going to renew it yet just because it is pretty expensive. It's like $89 for the standard package, but we'll see. And also we celebrated Mikey's birthday this weekend, which was super fun. And I loved the tiramisu cake (laughs) that we had this weekend, guys. It was from, I think it's Ferrara, Ferrero? It's in New York. Maybe they have other locations, but it was literally so good. It was so soft, like the perfect amount of sweetness with a lot of espresso in it. And I loved it so much. So if you're ever in the city, if you can ever get your hands on it, I highly recommend it. It was delicious. And for my low, every time I move back and forth from home, and New York, I always forget something. And so this time I forgot my like trusty boots. Like these boots go with me everywhere. I take them with me to the club. I take them with me casually to dress up an outfit, whatever it is. I love these boots. They're Mark Fisher's and they're the fall staple, especially. I mean, I wear them all year round, but like especially in the fall. But I forgot them. And I have a brother that literally will not do anything for anybody else unless it benefits him at the end of the day. And so I texted him and told him that I really need him to mail those boots to me and that I would pay for it. But he obviously said yes, and I still don't have the boots, and it's been like two months. So 
don't get brothers if you can control it. Like, brothers are useless. <laughs> and so I still don't have my boots, which makes me sad because every time I want to wear an outfit that I know would be perfect with those boots, it like crushes me that I don't have them. Whatever. Anyways, for my buffalo, I've. This is so, so weird and like super out of the blue, but I've been like getting back into. Not back into, but like I've been really gravitating towards children's books for some reason. And so I read The Little Prince recently, and it is such a good book. I've talked about it already. Like it's kind of obsessive at this point, but I read it twice and it was super good. It is not a children's book, it has a lot of deep meanings in it. And so. I think it like sparked me to want to read other children's books. And when I had picked up The Little Prince at the bookstore, I had seen other children's books that were super nostalgic, like books that the moment I saw the cover, I was like, oh my gosh. Like I remember reading those books, like Harold and the Purple Crayon, uh, Where the Wild Things Are. I think there's one that's like, How Much I Love You. Say How Much I Love You, the ones with the two rabbits. Like those books, I read those when I was younger. And so when I saw them in the bookstore, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I wonder if it would be really different if I read it now. And so I checked them out at the library and I didn't want to read them in the library because obviously I'd be the only adult in the children's section reading these children's books. And so I took them out and like I loved reading them. They're just so nostalgic and it's just so random. And I can't believe I just like checked out a bunch of children's book and read them the other day. So it was really fun. I highly recommend it if you are in the mood for, I don't know, reading a really easy nostalgic book. to the topic of the episode which is how to cope with bad days or really low lows and I've had some episodes in my podcast talking about how to deal with these moments where I I think one of them is like listen to this on your bad day or your rainy day or something like that highly recommend that episode honestly that's number one for this episode of advice on how to cope with those bad days because I really like I basically talked to myself and I wrote a letter to my future self when I'm going through it and so maybe it might be helpful to listen to that episode even if you've listened to it already and just return to it whenever you're going through a bad day because everyone has those days and you just have to remember that you just have to get through it and it's not going to last forever and you'll eventually have a good day. But anyways, I generally want to say that a key part of being able to cope with a bad day or a really low low is just being aware and being able to step back from the situation and really keep yourself from getting too into it and to like mixed up in the mess 
that is happening at the moment so that you can contextualize what is going on and think to yourself like what's actually wrong what's the root cause of why i'm having a bad day why i'm feeling this way and if you can't really figure out what exactly is wrong you can probably point your finger to the people that is relevant to the situation because people can do a lot and because we're such like community like we're such social creatures we rely heavily on our relationships and just the people that you surround yourself with can help you just as much as they can harm you so if you have a bad day they can really help you get out of the situation and distract you but at the same time they could be the thing that's really weighing you down and you might not want to admit it because you want to have you know people that you can say that are close to you you want to have that community and those relationships but sometimes it's not worth just having them around for the toxicity and the like negativity that they bring to your life just an fyi you might not want to admit it but sometimes it really is the the people that you surround yourself with and so whatever it is that is the root of the problem whatever's actually wrong in the situation whether whether it is people or not get rid of it completely get rid of whatever that bad thing is or if you can't get rid of it for some reason remove yourself from the situation because at the end of the day you can at least control yourself so just physically get out of there or mentally distract yourself and just some ways that you can distract yourself is to just do the thing that you know you should do and this is like super vague but some of you listening to my podcast right now if you're going through it right now or if you've been through a bad moment you can probably reflect like there's this little like second where you have a thought that flashes in your head and it's that thing that you know you should do but you keep procrastinating it or you kind of keep pushing it down you should do that thing and instead of overthinking it literally just do it like just go three two one go and then just like physically get yourself to act on that thing and then you can let your thoughts come later because the hardest thing i feel like is to just get started but once you make little steps and get yourself going it's really easy to keep the ball rolling But the hardest part is obviously starting and it's really easy to talk yourself out of situations that even though you know is better for you, you can really talk yourself out of a situation, whether it is you're too tired, you don't have the energy for it, or you're like, maybe this could work, blah, 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 blah. But deep, deep down, you know what you actually need and you know what you should be doing to make yourself feel better and to get yourself out of this situation and another piece of advice 
that's just very general is just to move your body to just get really physical and it helps you release your endorphins your dopamine and i know this is very chemical but it could help a little bit to chemically bring (laughs) some happiness and some energy some good energy into your body and into your mind um even though you might not want to be moving this is one of those things where i have like really like there's days where i just feel super stuck and i just hate my life i hate that moment and not to be negative but being completely realistic i will get really down and i'll get really in my head where i get i let those negative thoughts win and it just feels terrible like i really beat myself down and i get to a headspace where i've i mean maybe this is a trigger warning so trigger warning for like anyone out there um where i'll get in my head and i'll get to the point where I'll imagine myself not existing and not being part of this world and I'll be very content. I'll be like I actually wouldn't mind if I weren't if I were here like what am I looking forward to? Like I don't have like I feel pretty satisfied with what I've experienced and I feel like I've peaked and I felt like I've had my fair share of good moments and right now not right now, right now, but like in the moment, I will think to myself like right now, I really could care less if I'm here or not. So I'll get so in that headspace that like I just can't get myself out of it. And sometimes if I just start walking, taking myself for a walk, and this is really hard for me to do, even though all it takes is just to walk two flights of stairs downstairs and then literally leave the building and then I'm already walking um it's really hard for me to get going especially in the comfort of my apartment and yeah so once I do though I like immediately feel better I'll like walk to the water I'll walk to like a random block in New York And just something about being outside and just moving my body, I can really clear my head. And there's just so much stimulus outside of my apartment that I don't really think too much about my own thoughts. And I get myself out of my mind because your head can really do an amazing job of creating this world and creating a reality that doesn't actually exist. And because, like, obviously everything that you experience in this world has to filter through your mind and is just, like, a figment of your perception and what you've experienced in the past. Wow, this is getting so deep. Because you have that filter going on, like, your brain does a lot of work in controlling how you perceive the world. And so it could create a fake reality where you think that everything that's going on around you is negative is not as amazing as it seems and it could be very cynical and i've physically seen this myself and like felt this myself going through really low moments 
like whether it is something like a breakup or I'm just like depressed for a period, I will physically notice that the world is way like this is very cheesy, but I'm being genuine. Like I feel like my senses, my five senses are actually muted. Like food will taste not as good. Like everything will taste bland to me, like as if I had COVID symptoms or like the colors that I see visually won't be as colorful. And so I could be looking at the same scene, the same, be in the same exact spot I've been in many times and it won't look the same. And then when I'm out of those situations, like I'm recovering from a breakup, I'm over the breakup, the person, or I'm just out of that depressive phase, literally everything just looks brighter. And I just instantly just, there's like a coat of like happiness and like relief that I feel in a way. But the same thing happens when I'm not feeling great. There's like a coat or like a blanket of like sadness that I'm not suffocating under, but just dampens everything that I experience and so kind of getting yourself out of your head can help a lot another thing that really helps me is to help somebody else and to make other people's lives my problem this sounds really weird but kind of because when you're helping somebody else out you can't really Like you can be super empathetic, but you're not really fully experiencing it and you are much more detached from people's problems. And because of that, you can feel a lot better helping somebody else out in their situation and it could give you a false sense of control with your surroundings. I feel like everyone, a lot of people can relate to this where... When people are dealing with problems that you are dealing with or you have dealt with, you give really good advice and you're really good at, you know, being very detached and giving advice that isn't so, um, that isn't so influenced by the actual situation because you're not actually going through it. And so you give yourself a sense of control that, hey, like I can help somebody else out that is going through something that I went through and it just gives yourself like brownie points and you can really see that you've gone through tough moments and you're also able to help people out going through tough moments and by doing that you can see a lot of value in yourself and you can see in a really weird convoluted way but it it actually makes sense when you're actually doing it um you show that you have a lot of strength and that you can get through those tough moments and on top of that it just feels really good to help somebody out i don't know what it is i think i actually truly believe that people are made or believe that they're made to help other people whenever we're working any job every company that exists out there their mission statement at the end of the day is to help somebody out Whatever it is that you do, you know, that feels good, it is because you're helping someone out in some way, shape, or form. And if you just think of like any situation, you can totally justify it that you're helping somebody out. 
just trust me just think about any situation right now this sounds like this makes me feel like i'm like a like one of those like kid shows where they make their audience interact even though they're not obviously there with the people who are listening but if you really think about any situation that makes you feel good you probably helped somebody out in that situation and yeah if you're not doing well help someone out and in turn you make the world a better place and you make yourself feel a little bit better another thing that really helps is writing it out or talking it out and by doing this what you end up doing is you help yourself contextualize the situation and you keep yourself from blowing it out of proportion this is just another way of getting it out of your head literally dumping what you're feeling and thinking onto a piece of paper or like speaking it out loud when i speak it out loud it's almost i almost can hear the ridiculousness in what's going on and it's almost like i'm having a conversation with somebody else and in a way it turns into a situation where i can step away from the situation and give advice like i would to another person in a way i don't know how it works but it it's similar to when i would study in school and i would literally say like i would ask myself quite i don't know if anyone else did this or if i'm just like the only one um but i would ask myself like the quiz questions i would say the terms i would read my essays out loud to hear them and like reading them to edit them my essays like it wouldn't be the same as reading it out loud once i read it out loud i could really hear what was wrong with my essay in a way it's just super weird and in this same way when you put it out there what you're feeling out loud and i know it's a little bit ridiculous and you might have to be in a situation where you're not surrounded by a lot of people if you're going to talk to yourself this way but it really helps contextualize it and not blow it out of proportion so i highly recommend trying that even though it might feel ridiculous it's actually pretty comforting um you have to remember that well you don't have to remember you probably know this already like every day everyone's having conversations in their head with themselves and in a way it's like you're almost talking to another person and so you're building these relationships with yourself and you're having all these conversations with yourself so it's not really that weird to be speaking out loud to yourself and also it's not that unreasonable or surprising that your own self can be toxic to you like you can have a toxic mentality a toxic friend that is yourself that literally lives in your head and is talking to you 24/7 and you know if any of you have had a toxic friend or dealt with toxic situations before it's not fun and thank god that most of them don't last your entire life hopefully not and you if you've been through one that's been terrible you know that the moment you remove it from your external life that a lot of things get better 
But this one's a little bit different where when you have a toxic friend that is yourself, it's just always fucking there. And so you're always having to deal with this shadow or this toxic person that just never shuts up. And it's hard to fight against that when it's living with you. So this is another way of dealing with it. And finally, two more things. One is to just remember that it's not... Well, this is something that I just recently realized, like just this year. I've used, I used to tell myself that my goal in life was happiness. I used to tell everyone when people said like, what did you want to do when you grow up? Like, grow up? Like, how do you know when you're successful? And I used to tell everyone like, once I feel happy, like my goal is to just feel like joy and happiness in my life. But that is super unrealistic and not something I actually want to achieve, I realized. Because when you make your life goal happiness and when you're just constantly chasing that happy feeling what you're doing is bucketing all your experiences and all your emotions into two buckets one bucket being happy and the other bucket being not happy and so what i did to myself was i realized that when i was happy and i was feeling joy i would be like oh my gosh i'm successful i did it like in this moment i did all i could and now i'm feeling happy and i have to enjoy it and then the moment i would feel sad i would be like oh no i need to fix it like everything's wrong i did something wrong i'm a failure because i'm not happy right now and what can i do to get back to being happy and by doing that it turns every experience that I go through into like a way to evaluate my life I end up evaluating literally everything I'm experiencing and saying to myself am I happy or am I not am I successful or am I failing did I do a good job or am I disappointing myself right now and that is a super toxic way to live my life it is very similar to school it's like being did I pass my class or did I fail my class did I get an A or did I not and it's just not how life is supposed to be instead I realized that the way that life should be is that life should be a journey like you should approach everything that you're experiencing and anything that you will experience as part of a roller coaster a journey that you're supposed to be on and once you do that everything becomes more neutral and you're not grading you're not scaling you're not rating your efforts or anything that is happening to you and it takes off a lot of stress and it allows you to really just experience whatever comes your way and not putting so much responsibility on yourself and another way to put it is to think about how not everything that is good for you is going to be happy like if I did everything in my power everything in my life that made me only happy then I wouldn't go to the gym I wouldn't eat like vegetables on the days that I didn't feel like vegetable like eating vegetables I wouldn't take myself on walks whenever I felt like taking myself on walks I wouldn't 
like walk LV my dog when she's supposed to be walked. I also wouldn't, you know, do nice things for people when I didn't feel like it. Things like that. And if I think about it, like those things actually help me at the end of the day, in the long run, make me feel healthier, you know, keep me alive, period. And so it is really toxic to put yourself in a situation where you're just striving for happiness and only doing things that will make you happy. It is also very unrealistic because everything can't be happy. Like, there's no reality where there's somebody out there that is 24-7 feeling happy all the time. That is just not realistic. No one can achieve that state of living, that state of mind 24-7. And to expect yourself to be chasing something that is so unrealistic, you're literally never going to win. You're chasing something that is pretty much impossible. And why would you want to go about your life for the rest of your, of your life guaranteed to fail? Always chasing something that is not realistic and that is actually not good for you at the end of the day. So that is why you should approach life thinking to yourself life is a journey so when you do have those bad moments you're not thinking to yourself I'm failing because there's something wrong and I'm not fixing it or there is something actually wrong with me or something wrong with my life right now you could just be going through a bad moment because it's just bad and that's all it is and that's just how life is it's just the lower part of the roller coaster and now you're going through it and so that you can experience your highs because you can't have highs without the lows And that's just how it is. And by putting it that way, even just the way that I'm saying it right now, it sounds very neutral and it makes it really not that big of a deal. And you're not thinking to yourself, like, this is terrible. Like, this is all wrong. Like, why is my life like this? Why is the world doing this to me? Like, you don't have those questions anymore because that's just how it is. And yeah, it just makes things that are terrible feel really not that bad so hopefully what i'm trying to say about the whole life is a journey life is a roller coaster makes a lot of sense i know that small phrase is really really cheesy but if you think about it like it holds a lot of weight and it could really get you through tough moments at least for me like when i have a really bad moment i try not to get mad at myself or try to fix anything sometimes i'm just like well whatever like this is how it is and life is a journey and i'm just at the low part and tomorrow next week it'll be fine it's fine and finally this is a prevention piece of advice but something that helps me is to prepare for my future low moments because you're going to eventually have another bad day, whether it is next week, tomorrow, next year, whenever it is, you'll eventually have one. And you can, at this moment when you're feeling pretty good or just feeling pretty neutral, you can prepare yourself for that low moment, whether it is writing yourself a letter, 
um, writing yourself affirmations that you want to repeat when you are going through it. I have a toolkit. That's what you call it in therapy. It's a toolkit of two different buckets and the first bucket is like small things that you can do small easy things that you can do to make yourself feel better if you can't really put in a lot of effort or you don't want to and then the other bucket is more um, big high effort types of things so some things in my low effort bucket is like a few deep breaths or take yourself on a small walk or journal how you feel and then for the bigger bucket it's um, going on a longer walk doing a full meditation 10 to 15 minute 10 to 15 minute meditation taking a shower showers literally do me wonders i literally feel my best when i'm taking a shower or just calling up a friend or my parents somebody who i know will make me feel better or will distract me. That's in my two sets of toolkits. Another thing that I keep for myself, this is a little conceited, but actually not really. Um, I have this thing called swipes on my phone, or I just have a star. It's like a star album (laughs) where I take screenshots of nice messages that I've gotten from friends or co-workers family members whether it is a compliment or just something like i have some messages of people saying i listened to your podcast and it really helped me through a tough moment and i really appreciate that you like put it out there and it made me feel less alone i have a a screenshot of someone sending me that i have another one saying like hang on in there like i love your videos just keep going like you're going to make it eventually just trust yourself like i've had messages like that i have letter recommendations i have screenshots of awards i've gotten in the past from my job and from school and if i have a bad day or a bad moment guys like any touching message that i've gotten that like you guys might have sent to me without thinking or have said to me i have kept it i have it and just know that some days when i'm just just bawling my eyes out and i just feel like an imposter i feel really insecure and a lot of self-doubt and just feel like quitting everything and just not doing anything just know that your guys's nice words if you've ever sent me anything or ever told me anything i have it and i will go through it and it will literally get me through a mental breakdown and it means a lot so thank you for that if you ever sent that to me just know it is still with me even if you sent it years ago i still have it and if you're out there and you want to start doing this i highly recommend it it helps me a lot um and if you've never had somebody verbally or physically send you something where they affirmed you or complimented you that's okay that doesn't mean that you're not a good person or that you've never touched somebody maybe you just have people in your life that don't show their affirmations and their appreciation for you verbally 
and that is okay. Another way that you can kind of create something similar is writing down things in a note or in your journal of things that you've accomplished. Like all these badass things that you've done in your life. It could be the smallest or biggest things, whether it is like one day you had an anxiety attack, but you still decided to show up for yourself. Another thing is maybe you did something really nice for a charity or you volunteered somewhere or that you achieved something at work, Lori, where you submitted this huge project and it got a lot of attention. Whatever it is, write those small to big accomplishments down. And when you see them and you look back on them in a future tough moment, you know that you have the strength to get through another tough moment because you've done so many amazing things in your life and you've accomplished so many things in your life. So this is just another thing that you'll get over and that you'll accomplish and you'll move on and it'll be okay. And yeah, so hopefully somebody out there tries one of these things Please, please, please just know that it is always going to be temporary, whatever you're going through, even if you cannot see the light (laughs) at the end of the tunnel. Trust me, if you've dug a hole so deep for yourself that it really feels like you're going to be buried forever, just know eventually you'll get out of it. It'll get better and it will be okay And thank you for listening to this podcast. I, very, very side note, I'm going to go on a huge tangent. I started something. I'm really excited. Um, And I'll be bringing up more news about it. I am opening a store possibly very soon. And also, you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. This is a feature and slash a link that I've added to my podcast and to my YouTube channel where if you want to help support me and my podcast and my videos, I would really appreciate it. Buying cameras is hella expensive. Keeping up my 10 to 20 hours a week commitment to all of this (laughs) like editing and whatnot is a lot. So any donation through buymeacoffee.com slash at Annie with three E's because the two E's was taken. So A-N-N-I-E-E-E. <laughs> Any donation to that site literally will help me. And if you don't want to donate anything, that is completely fine. Your just attention, your time, your energy, just listening to my podcast or watching my videos, any kind messages, any of it, I really appreciate it. This is just another way that I'm putting out there for people to support me. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thank you again, as always, for listening. If you're listening this far and hearing whatever is coming out of my mouth right now, and don't forget to like this podcast rate it five stars if you want to follow it so that you're updated every sunday or monday of a new release and yeah thanks for listening